Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 404. Hopefully you guys have had a great beginning to your weekend. Mine went off pretty damn good. Got a great guest for you tonight, Growers Paradise. How you doing? Tell us how you're doing, and of course, where we can find you, sir. All right. Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Gross Paradise 420. You can also find me on YouTube. I do a lot of lives uh, with a bunch of friends of ours, you know. Um, also on YouTube, Gross Paradise 420. It's really easy to find. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's one of the main places you can find me. Um, I'm usually live almost every single night. I have a real good uh, close buddy of mine, um, the 420 Grow Tent. Uh, I'm, he's, I grew up with the kid. Um, we had our, we had our parents for a long time, but growing cannabis actually brought us back together. So right on, right on. I, I recognize that name as well from the chat. Yeah. Yep. So he's, uh, uh, he's well known in the growing, growing, growing community. You know, we have a little tight little group around here, you know, um, I've come to uh, come to learn a lot on YouTube from a lot of you know really good growers. You know, I've I've met people from all over the world now. You know, that are just excellent growers that give great advice. You know, it's it's only making me become a better a better grower, which is totally awesome. So, what time do you guys? What time do you go? Um, so the 420 grow tent, he does two lives a day. Uh, he's usually on about 11 o'clock in the afternoon and he'll grow, he'll go for four or five hours at a time and then he'll take a break and then he'll come back on at 11 o'clock and go to two o'clock in the morning. And we, you know, we just, we'll sit, we'll talk, we'll show our grows off, we'll smoke some weed, you know, we'll just shoot the shit and just kind of hang out. Well, I'd suggest the earlier slash see how the other one conflicts with mine, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the daytime episode's great. Yeah, no, the nighttime <laughs> episode's pretty good too, but I don't usually last for more than a couple hours because, you know, everybody's going real hard on the dabs and, you know, about, about an hour and a half in, I want to go to bed. <laughs> Did you bring something to smoke on tonight? Did I bring something to smoke on, he says. <laughs> yeah, I got all sorts of stuff. Uh, like I said, I mean, I grow my own. So uh, this is this is the Mimosa Evo that I grew out. That became beautiful. Got some nice pretty buds. Nice. So, yeah. Nice and solid. Yeah, nice They're solid buds. I grow, actually, we just harvested, oh shit. We just harvested about, about a month ago, roughly. Um, I did the Skywalker, the Mimosa Evo, the Bubba Kush. I did a Jack Herrera, and I did a Pineapple Express. And I ended up, this round, I decided I was going to do a breeding project. So I, I, it, I uh, feminized my Skywalker and let it pollinate the garden. So I have a bunch of crazy crosses. I, I, I can't wait to go. 
can't wait to go through those and find out how how well they come out. Yeah, the Baba Kush was very very beautiful. It was a, it was a dark burgundy red in late flower. So uh, anyway, so my little journey, how I got how I got hooked up with starting to smoke the good stuff here. Um, we're gonna travel back to 2002, um, back when I was a freshman in high school. Um, I just gotten just gotten my license, um, and I was given rides back and forth um, from school to my buddy's house. And lo and behold, one day the kid shows up with a joint. You know, we're, we're blazing the joint all the way to school. We got stupid high i was like i couldn't even get out of the damn car when we were done we got to the school and i'm like fuck i gotta go to school now <laughs> so anyways went through the day you know i was like you know what i kind of like that huh you know I, I really enjoyed it from then on out so you know i became a stoner always been a stoner but you know uh not till recently till massachusetts um passed the, the law that it legalized it is when I really got into growing my own. Um, so I was always interested in growing, but I didn't really know enough about growing cannabis to really uh, to start it on my own. But uh, when I lived in Worcester, I linked up with this guy who was uh, the receiver that I was working with. And we became real good friends and we started hanging out and I started going over his house and lo and behold, he was a grower. He was also a, uh, a caretaker for, I don't know, 20 or 30 people. So, you know, I was always going over there, poking his brain, you know, asking all sorts of questions, like figuring out how he grows it, you know, what way he grows it, you know, and he was, he literally just like took me under his wing and showed me everything he did. You know, he got me started and, um, when I was when I was done set up in my room, I started off with a two by four tent, and he told me the light that I should get, and I went with a a T five eight bulb. It was like a four hundred watt light, uh, and he was like, "Just come back when you're ready for your for some clones." He's like, "I'll get you some clones." Well, lo and behold, the clones belonged to uh, the Mendo Dope Boys, and that was the very first strain that I actually started to grow. <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, they grew quite well. I did pretty darn, I did pretty good for my first time grow. Can't complain. But that doesn't mean that I was perfect all the way out throughout. You know, we all make mistakes when we're first learning to grow. You know, I ran into powdery mildew a couple times. Uh, I made the big no-no mistake of taking a friend's outdoor plant cut and bringing it to an indoor, indoor grow. That's a no-no. Ended up in bugs. That ruined a crop, you know. But you live and you learn, you know. Um, uh, we we I was always upgrading, you know. I was I was after after I got bit by the first grow and and, and actually got a harvest and was able to smoke my own. I was I was I was in. It was I was I was committed a hundred percent. You know, I went with one tent. I did one grow. Wasn't enough. You know, I got a second tent. A second light. You know what I mean? And I did, I did back and forth. I was running six plants in a tent and I had a veg tent, flower tent, 
And that still quite wasn't enough for me. You know what I mean? I was still kind of behind on schedule. So I got a smaller tent just for doing clones and cuttings and seedlings. And then this year, we finally, I went all in. I went all in. I upgraded to four by fours this time. I grabbed two of them. Uh, I spent I spent some real good money on some lighting, um, better ventilation, better fans, uh, you know, way more room to grow a lot more, you know, and it's... Uh, Last harvest was, I don't know, I'd, I'd have to say it was probably one of my best harvests with no issues. I was, I was quite impressed, quite impressed this from. So are you in soil or cocoa? Did, did, did um, you throw that out there? And I didn't catch so uh, I went with the, I went with the same method as my buddy did. So my first round, I started going to cocoa and I didn't understand how to treat cocoa. I used it because I was like, oh, it's a great medium to grow. And yeah, well, what I failed to realize is that, you know, you have to kind of flush out your old, the other salts that build up, you know what I mean? And I wasn't flushing them out. So I started one of my one of my grows, I, I cooked a couple of the plants, but I learned very quickly on how to correct that. So now I'm in a cocoa drained away system. So I have watering rings set up uh, on a grid pattern uh, uh, drip system, pretty much hooked up to a reservoir. So when I when I need to feed them, I just pump, I just plug in or push the uh, pump on for however long. I just wait for the water to come out the bottom and shut the pump off and get about a twenty percent runoff, and I'm good. You know, they they get real good vigorous growth by doing that because it's technically a hydroponic setup. I'm not fully hydroponic, but I'm I got I'm in a hydroponic medium and I can treat it like hydroponics. That's what I've <laughs> always loved about the cocoa myself. It is the closest you can get to hydroponics yeah, without I mean, the, the mess and the headache of hydroponics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because real hydroponics dealing with water can be very finicky. It can be it can be very overwhelming if you don't know what you're really doing. You know what I mean? That's there's a lot that goes in there and there's a lot can break. You know, if if your timer screw up, you can kill a plant. You know, if you lose a solenoid, uh, you know, you can kill a plant. You know, it's, it doesn't take a lot to fuck up and hide. Whereas cocoa acts like a soil, but it's very forgiving. You know, if you screw up and say, Oh, I fed this plant too much and it's starting to burn on me. You know, it's as easy as running a few gallons of water through your cocoa and it flushes the rest of that nutrients out real fast because it doesn't hold on to your the nutrients like soil. Yeah, it is a pretty pretty forgiving medium. What kind of what what brand of cocoa do you run? Do you have a preference? Uh I have I do have a preference. This time I'm trying something different, but um I was just going with like the no name, you know, knockoff uh, cocoa. I tried that. That was okay. You know, it was eh. Um, I was running into a lot of cow mag issues. You know, I had to keep keep feeding it more cow mags because it wasn't really enough. So I was, I went to the store and I found Nectar of the Gods number two, which has got the cow mag uh, blended in with it. And I kind of really, really liked that. That was, that was this row that I threw that in. And I was very impressed with it. It was, I didn't have barely any cow mag deficiencies. It grew fabulous, you know. 
Uh, my Skywalker went a little deficiency, but I mean, I corrected it in a week. So, I mean, I can't be, I, like I said, I couldn't be happier with that, with, with that style of medium, you know? <laughs> uh, did you mention what kind of newts you're feeding it? Oh yeah, no, I, I did. I thank you for reminding me about that. Um, no, um, so right now I was I started off by um, by using general hydroponics. I I hit my buddy up and I said, you know, what's a what's a good general nutrients to use? You know, that's something simple that I can use that'll help you know grow the plants. And he recommended the general hydroponics, something real simple. They the micro, the grow, and the bloom. I used that for a while, you know, and I liked how that went. So. After, after a couple grows, um, I decided to look into seeing, you know, can I add more into my nutrients uh, and, and make it up better, you know, can I make it grow better? And sure as shit, so I decided to go with General Hydroponics entire lineup, which is 13 bottles to be mixed into, you know, uh, whatever size reservoir I decided to make it up in. But, you know, uh, after doing that for about a year or two, um, I got real sick of it. So just recently, I have now switched over to Floraflex, um, just the powder nutrients. So it's it's only two part. I don't have to make up 13 bottles anymore, which is awesome. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how well this Floraflex nutrients does for me. The multi-game bottles, they always fucking get you. They, it seems like they, they've made the recipe just so, like, when you're thinking about giving it up, you're like, you got to buy another bottle, and then you're like, yeah. ah, fuck, I'm halfway through that uh, bottle, so I might as well keep going until I, I mean, run out. But... I, well, I did the same thing. It's like, you know, after I started getting rid of the quart size bottles, I got sick and tired, you know, of buying a $30 bottle, like, you know, every couple months or so, you know. So I, so I bit the bullet and just spent the money and bought gallons of it. Well, then after using it for so long, I'm so tired of mixing up so much nutrients. You know, it takes me forever to make up a batch of nutrients for my plants. <laughs> Whereas, you know, my new stuff is goes, uh, uh, I, dump a, I dump a few scoops of powder into it, let it mix around, and I'm done. Maybe pH it. But this stuff, wicked, wicked stable. When I'm done, when I'm done mixing it, it's usually steadily anywhere from a 6.0 to a 6.3 is where that usually lands at, which is almost perfect for cocoa. <laughs> so this round, uh, man, I got all my, I got another, I'm doing, I was going to do nine. I don't have nine. I've got seven going at the moment. Um, I've got a purple Skittles. I've got a, Forbidden panty glue. Um, I've got one of the 420 grow tents. I've got um, one of his uh, purple cream. Uh, it's one of his genetics that he crossed. Uh, it's a very pretty plant. Uh, what else do I've got in there? Oh, I've got a UK cheese. Uh, I've got a blueberry. And an ar uh, two Arctic monster bags. That's what's going in flower right now. My veg tent is is a mess. I've got a little bit of everything going on in there. I've got uh, I've got six autos going in there right now. 
Uh, I've got a blueberry white widow from overseas going. I've got a regular blueberry going. I've got two freak show duck puts going from offensive genetics. Uh, I've got a couple more different kinds of the 420 grow tense genetics, uh, what he calls his dark night. That's a really dark purple uh, plant when it grows in flower. Um, who else do I got? Oh, TNT's genetics. Um, I got diesel sauce and Death Star. So, along with 20 clones going. <laughs> so it's busy. It, 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 it's it a busy like bench test. Yeah. Now, uh, what do you got growing? Uh, it's the way it should be. It's the way it should be. I've got a little bit of everything going over here. I've got some Cholumbium okay. uh, from Northstar. I've got a strain called the Tiger King going. I've got the Aximus going. I've got still a couple testers from Medgore 1 popping in the garden, as well as testers from Empire Breeding Co. Nice. And, oh, man, there's a bunch of stuff floating around here. A few different phases. All right, all right. Now let me flip the script on you. How did you get started? Oh man, I've heard, I've told this story way too many times. <laughs> way too many times. Uh, basically, I got tired of fucking paying for it. You know, I I used to hustle some mud there for a long, long time. Uh, I had kids. Uh, lady I was with was like no more hustle bud, but still kind of put together, you know, some buddies, sacks for some buddies. It's still it, with, yeah, with yeah. Uh, the taste that we had smoking the better bud, man. They were smoking a zip a week, man. A zip a week. That's 800 right. bucks a month, man. 800 bucks a month. That adds up, man. Yeah. I said, no, I don't care what it costs to run those lights. How I'm gonna get them? It's gotta be fucking cheaper than this right yeah, here. But absolutely. I was the same way. I'm like, you know, I'm so done paying Even for to this, this day, day. You know, I do spend a lot of money on growing. Though I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to make my grow better. You know, the, the money I make goes like kind of back into what I love to do, you know, which is, I love to grow now. I, you know, it's, it's fun, you know, and I have a full-time job on top of it. So it's like double whammy jobs, I guess, but I've got my flower tent down to, you know, if I really needed to be on a timer, I could totally set it up on a timer, but I'm usually home enough where I can just feed them, you know, before they even get uh, too dry. So, So, uh, the Mendo, the Mendo Doughboys, and that was your first run there. That's pretty impressive that you started It was very impressive. like that. So, the way, the way that we ended up um, with the seeds, uh, ended, he ended up giving me a package, but he was telling me the story that uh, we have a, we have a, a freedom rally for uh, cannabis, and it's called the Boston Freedom Rally now. It used to be called Hemp Fest, but it's the Boston Freedom Rally. 
everybody from all over the world, you know, people make edibles, seeds, whatever. But the Mendo Dope Boys happened to be headlining that day. And they were taping their genetics to the bottom side of a Frisbee and whipping them into the crowd. So my buddy ended up, you know, scooping up a couple of those and then he grew them out. So it was, it's Mendo Dope was their strains. They still have it. Um, and then they had two other ones that he gave me, which was Alien Rift and Space Assassin. Uh, so those were the three strains that I grew. Uh, I, I vegged them too damn long uh, in a little four or two by four by five foot tent. Uh, I tried to veg them out for six weeks and they got way too big in flower. I mean, then I had to scrog them way the hell down, you know, keep them low. Because I only had them about like two inches away from the light, you know. They, were, they grew bigger than I wanted them to, <laughs> but they still came out awesome. So, I was actually just talking to somebody, seeing if I could uh, maybe get my hands on some more of their genetics. They want a lot of money for the genetics. <laughs> They're not cheap. No, well. <laughs> A lot of work though. I'm, I, you know, this is where I see the price of strain seeds is uh, man, a lot of those work goes into that if you're, you're doing Not it correctly, perfect. man. You're talking years into you know putting a strain out there, so you know, you put years into something, power, nutrients, as we talked about, and then you know, uh, hope, hope it's gonna take off. I mean, yeah, you gotta recoup, and it's gonna, you know. I, I don't, when it comes to that, and again, for what you could do with it, again, possibly hold it for the rest of your life if it's that one. Well, I mean, how many, how many things can you buy and keep for the rest of your life? <laughs> Especially yeah. for, you know, the 50 to $100 range and keep for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? That's nothing. I mean, that's that's kind of like, you know, I've, I've noticed such a market for seeds now. That's why me me and the 420 Grow Tent are going to try to start our own little seed company, you know, where this is this is the beginning of our, our breeding projects that we're doing. You know, I started it off by with the, the Skywalker crosses, you know, and I was I was so in love with the way they grew, you know. So we're going to find out if I can get the nice big structure of the Skywalker but I want the beautifulness of the Bubba Kush or the gelato or even the fucking mimosa Evo that's not going to transfer over. So if I can get a real tall, like purple plant, you know, that, that would be, that's the key. That's the pheno I want. <laughs> but like I said, it, you, if you know anything about breeding, it's going to take a lot of work. I got to find it and I got to back cross it. So what did you learn from that first round of the second round? If you don't mind me asking, what did you learn? What did you change from one to two? Uh, this is, this is the first round. I haven't even popped them yet. So they're brand spanking new. I have just literally just got done harvesting them. Uh, so when I get, I guess I got a couple more rounds of other plants that I want to get done. Uh, but we're kind of in correlation with each other. So he's he's got my Skywalker Paul that I need eventually to do my back crossing with when I find the pheno that I want. 
So. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Little that bit was this. really kind of referring yeah, to back and forth, kind of back and forth. Yep. He's got a he's got the auto breeding going on right now. Oh. Um, he's got a super super silver haze. I think it's a or a, I think it's a silver haze. Maybe it's just a silver haze. He's got a silver haze male, and he's pollinating a yumble auto with it. So he's making some auto silver haze yumble. I don't know what he's gonna call it. <laughs> it's gonna be a wild mix. I guess the yumbo came out quite yummy. <laughs> now, do you have a favorite strain that you like to grow? Oh no, I'm not. I don't. I don't uh, invest too deeply in the strains anymore. They come okay. and go. I'm. Uh, I'm working my way through whatever I can work my way through. Shit, right about now, I'm checking into somewhere right around 300 strains popped in my my growth career so far. I found some gems throughout the way, but it's nothing, you know, I haven't found that one yet. I haven't found that one yet. I've kept a few over the years for a few years. I kept an eight pound hammer for a while. Drill uh, time I kept for a bit and uh, a few others. But I, I tend to work my way through them. I was a tester for a long time. So I tend to, you know, keep working through, okay. working through. On average, I hold 15 to 20 strains at any one time. So, but when when something better comes, something goes. There's times where I wipe the whole damn thing out. <laughs> Just to start yeah. a new, or at least part of it, anyway. Yeah, exactly. No. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, I was, I was always interested in that, you know, that, that freak show plant, but it was like, oh, it doesn't produce shit. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I was like, I just have to grow it. You know, I just have to, I don't care if it produces shit or not. I just want to say that I grew a freak show. <laughs> you know, and that was, that was also this round too. is like, I'm growing pineapple express. Because, well, who doesn't want to fucking smoke Pineapple Express? And then, at the time, the Skywalker OG was the big hooting and hollering thing at the time, you know what I mean? Everybody's talking about fucking the Skywalker OG and how awesome it was. So, well, of course, I have to try the Skywalker OG. I, got, I had to grow that. <laughs> so, have you grown out the cookies? Say again. And you grow it out the cookies as well? You cookie yeah. fan? Yes. Grill glue? Uh yep. I've done the GG4, yep. Uh what else did we do? Uh, either one of those. We did a couple of sour I've done the sour diesel, the granddaddy perps, the purple cushions, pure cushions. My buddy's crosses, that's all pretty much pure crushes. I I really like the crush for some reason. It's always got a great taste. Yeah, the cushions are pretty good. Pretty good. And an OG, the original OG that uh, just was day wrecking. <laughs> day wrecking, man. You could do nothing with that shit, man. You would cripple yeah. that smoking that shit. 
<laughs> you want to hear day wrecking? Oh my god. So I don't know if you know. Do you know Nexus? Nexus has been kind of in the cannabis community. He likes to come on our lives a lot. A lot. He's he's like a hemp farmer. He's a teacher. This guy grows twenty five foot tall trees of marijuana. This guy harvests like fifteen pounds off one plant. It, it's it's mind blowing. This guy is so knowledgeable. But after getting to know him, he's gonna go ahead and he's gonna send Justin over. The uh, the deadhead that's been back crossed eighty seven times and is now producing fifty two percent THC. The original deadhead. It's it holds the record for most THC right now. So, well, how are the subscribe the effects of fifty two? There's there's zero. It's been back crossed so many times. It's got zero CBD in it. It's nothing but pure THC. And from what I understand is if I if I cross it into a strand that has CBD, it'll knock it down to about a 32% THC range. Yeah, it's all super bold. Super bold. What's the yeah, he says like it's that? Yeah, that he says it's stupidly, stupidly strong. How's it taste? I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious. I mean, I mean, if it if it grows anything like I've seen, I mean, it could be could be a monster. I mean, this guy's got. I mean, Coke bottles. Like hanging off these branches. I think he said uh, his his main cola weighed fifteen ounces. Yeah, yeah, I think that was about right. I think his main cola. He said <laughs> just just the main cola. Fifteen ounces. What's that? Yeah, Holy fifteen shit, ounces. Almost, fifteen know, ounces just for the top cola. Like I said, this guy, this guy produces like fifteen pounds of plant. Is the outdoor? Uh, I guess not really. I, it's it's in his greenhouse, um, and he feeds it every day. I think it's in like a thirty gallon pot. But I mean, he's got trees. Three, three trunks like this big that go all the way up about 25 feet. He says he has to be on like a like a 15 foot ladder to get the top of them or something like that. <laughs> yeah. If you uh if you haven't checked out Nexus, go go check out him. He's uh he's quite the grower. He's impressive. I'll check that out. He has this uh he has one single plant and uh, I think it's on a 10 gallon. I want to say it's on a 10 gallon. Uh, and he's got it scrogged out, taking up a five by five tent. I mean, he, he, he knows how to grow. I'll go with that. He's quite the grower. But he also works at a university and he, he can do lab testing and all sorts of crazy shit. 
So when uh what was your first experience with? I mean, I think you uh skimmed over it right there. When did you exactly uh I know it was two thousand two you mentioned. Was that the first time you actually got high in freshman That year? was the first time I what actually got high. So we were on the way to school. We were just, you know, we were just kind of passing around a joint one night, you know, and I took a couple of few drinks and I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was high or not. You know, I kind of sat there and I'm like, I don't know if I feel any different, you know? And they were like, look at me. And they, my eyes were bloodshot and shit. And they're like, yeah, you're stoned as fuck. And I'm like, okay, sure. This is how it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know? And then we just like, it was, it became like, you know, a daily thing. You know, we'd be sneak, we'd be sneaking out fucking, we'd be sneaking out during lunchtime, like smoking joints, ripping balls, just getting high before class. <laughs> just being a rebel. <clears throat> you know, it was, and once I had like, you know, once, once I, once I ran over, to, I ran over to my uncle's house. And he has this giant garden. He's got this plant that's like 12 foot round, you know. It's like 8 foot high. It's just this massive bush. You know, and he was showing it off to me. I'm like, like that's it. Done. We're growing, and we're growing this weekend. <laughs> just, I brought it out, and I'm grabbing everything I need. We've got, plants are going outside, and I'm doing indoors. <laughs> Last year, when you built good, I got six foot. I got six foot tall plants last year. I think I got at least two pounds. Right, uh, outdoors. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I didn't. I don't really do shit to them. I just throw them on the ground and water them. I let nature take its course. What strains you have out there? Which ones you throw out there? Oh, God, I don't even remember what the hell I threw out there last year. I think it was a bunch of pure cushions. I think it was some cushions in there, purple cush, granddaddy purple, some sour diesel, tangerine digital dream, I think it was another one that was in there. That was uh, the four twenty growing tents. That was one of his revenges. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have so many genetics now that I want to run. That you know, it's just gonna take time. Take takes. Uh, I mean, I got T and T's genetics over there. He's got the. Baja Blast Time Max 1. Max 1 is one of my favorite strains. Or Smoking Lines is one of my favorites. That's a good you one. Have a, Not very good, you good have producer, smoke? but a good strain. Yeah. What's, I missed your question there. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was like, do you have a favorite kind of smoke? I like, uh, currently I'm trying to chase down the pines. I like the, oh, you're going for the like, pines? Yes. Okay. 
That's starting to make it's a tough bring back. Really sets it for those pine tree now. Real nostalgic for me. I can't. I can't wait to. Uh, I was talking about that the other night, trying to catch something that uh, brought me back to the high school days. That super lappy kind of weed. Oh yeah. Besides that, pine's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, they're good. To where you kind of clean up the lungs too. Clean the lungs yeah. head up, man. You know, the pine for me, one, kind of clear-headed, two, good mood. You know, you know giggly type of pines. So, that's what I'm looking for these days. So, uh, uh, you do anything else with your, uh, you do anything with your, uh, I'd say, trim? You know, your leftovers makes bubble hash. Makes oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I do is I blast my I blast my trim. So I I try to use as much of the plant as I can. You know what I mean? I make sure that I can use everything and strip everything off by that I can talk again. So I also I learned the blasting technique through um, through the buddy that I learned to actually grow with. Um, he taught me the quick method, you know, he's, he taught me the cheap quick method, but I decided to go, you know, I went all in about the nice stainless steel tube setup, and then uh, a few cases of butane, you know, plastic that way. I put it into my vacuum chamber for about, you know, anywhere from 12 to 24 hours a day, um, you know, on a low heat, you know, try not to keep kitten, try not to get it over like 105 degrees, you know, real low. Uh, let it go. You end up with shatter, actually. Give me two seconds and I'll show you what the shatter I made is. I just made this the other day. Pretty nice job. Pretty nice job. Yeah, it's 20, 20 grams. I don't even know how much Great. I blasted. I did like three rounds. Where came out, came out really good though. Props. Yeah. Cool dude right there, ready. Ready to hit that high five. That high five. Cheers, brother. Cheers, brother. Appreciate it, brother. So, uh, where do you believe your cannabis journey is going to take you here in the future? Where do you see yourself going with this thing? You know, I, I really, you know, I really hope that we. We start getting some of this genetics, you know, maybe our own uh, our own seed company and our, our own genetics going, you know, and uh, I really hope it kind of takes off, you know, to the point where, you know, I don't really have to work much, you know, if I can rely on, you know, making seeds and producing them and, you know, selling them if I could, or selling good genetics. I'd like to become an, a really good seed breeder, actually. 
I'd like a warehouse where I could grow as much as I want. I would love to do an awesome hydroponic like floor setup, but you know that would that would be the ultimate dream to have. It'd be like a almost like a dispensary grade grow going on. I've always been interested in maybe working. So, is there any uh, strains in particular? Were you going to say something? Yeah, the, the, the delay is a little bit cheap, real choppy on my end. Yeah. Sorry about that. I was going to ask is there any uh, strains in particular you uh, are interested in working with in the future? No, I don't, I'm still kind of experimenting with strains right now. You know, um, I'm the phenotypes that I'm looking for really are like you know the real purpley buds. You know, I'm looking for a pretty garden. You know, but um, when it goes into flower, you know, I just want to see the reds and the yellows and the purples. And the, you know, whatever colors they may turn. You know, I want to see a nice, beautiful garden, nice purple buds. That's 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 what I that's what I'm striving for, you know. When I start crossing, and what I'm really looking for, you know. What uh, do you like about herbs uh, in particular? Say that again. What do you like about the herbs in particular? Is it just uh, the bag appeal? Is it, uh, kind of church comes with the uh, purple flowers. Yeah, I think it's just the, the, the appeal, the look, you know. I mean, I'm also, you know, if I can get them to taste real tasty, that's really, that'd be an also a real plus, you know. My buddy has one that's got like a cream and berry strino that would be a real nice touch to add to almost anything, but to see if, you know, that's that could be a while to find that, you know, that terpene profile. A lot of smoking, a lot of hunting. It's all part of growing. And it's also a slow process, you know, if you can only really flower nine at a time, you know, I mean, that's still a decent amount, but breeding takes a while, it takes generations, like you said. Oh, uh, well, is that all you can have? I mean, what is the veg like? Is it nine? What what is uh, Massachusetts law like? What is Massachusetts law like? They are very 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 lenient. Actually, you can you can drive uh, with two ounces in the car uh, as long as it's not within reach of your your grasp. I guess. Um, I can grow 12 plants um, legally. Uh, what else can we do? Yeah, yeah, 12 plants if there's long as there's two, two adults in a household. So everything else is 
pretty much fair game, you know. Uh, it's up. I think if you get caught, if you get caught high, I don't know if they can. It's a DUI if you get caught driving high, but I don't know if they can actually prove that you're high. That's that was going to be my next question. There, do they have a good uh, a testing method there yet? Yeah, well, I mean, we've got some real good dispensaries down here. Um, they're just freaking, they are so expensive. I, I, for a while, I had to, when I was in between harvests and I needed weed, I had to go to the dispensary. It's very expensive, actually. I think I paid for a half ounce close to $300. Yeah. It's like $60 an eighth. I mean, it's like $60 an eighth down there. Yeah. From the dispensary. It's, it's $80. It's $80 a gram of wax. Holy cow. Yeah. It's very that's expensive. Insane. Yeah. That's so cowboy. This is why I make my And this is why I make my own. <laughs> you know, I can hey. I can make twenty grams with like ten dollars of butane. <laughs> so what is what does it take to get the twenty grams so for in like say wow. Uh so I have a an inch and a half by two foot tube. I think it holds about two ounces of trim, roughly, maybe, maybe an ounce and a half. Um, I did that about three times. So two or maybe about six ounces of trim. Got me about 20 grams. That's not bad. You know? That's pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, I still, I kind of probably done well, a whole nother run too with the leftover trim, but I actually ran out of detail. So I hope to do like more butane, but I've been, I've been hearing a whole lot of good stuff about this uh, pure three twenty two pure organic solvent. Have you heard about that? I, I, I have not. So it it's it's supposed to be a lot healthier than butane, an organic solvent, uh, and I guess it acts just like butane for blasting wise, kind of like specifically designed for blasting, I guess. So it's a it's kind of expensive though, but the cans are you know the cans are massive. They are pretty good size. I think it's like ten bucks a can. Or close to it like eight eight dollars yeah. <coughs> I wonder if it would work the same way if I put it in a vacuum chamber. It says you don't need to apparently. You can just let it air purge. That's pretty you can't really, you can't really air purge using
yeah. Yeah, I had heard about that. I don't do any blasting. I back when it was earwax, we were calling it earwax back yeah. then. Yeah, like this uh, is the funny stuff blast is. You know, it's like gooey. It's golden, it looks good, but it's you know, I don't I don't know why why I do by when I blast with butane and I do the heat method in the vacuum chamber, why I always end up with shatter. You know what I mean? He he always ends up with this gooey gooey mess. So long you've been uh, making the shatter there. Uh, yeah, no, it might, it might be just how long I, I've, I've been cooking it for, but, you know. How long you've been making it? That's what's uh, basically what I was asking. How long I've been doing it for? Yeah. Uh, I got into blasting about a year ago. Um, you know, once I, you know, once I found out like how much, you know, how easy it was to make your own concentrate, you know what I mean? With a little bit of money. And I think I spent like maybe 150, 200 bucks, you know, for the equipment I needed, you know, and I spent $40 on a butane to make a whole bunch of wax, you know, it just made logical, you know, why would I pay $80 for a gram when I can triple that, you know, I can make I can make money off of it if I wanted to. So, yeah, I got after, you know, I found out how much it was to make, you know, how much it was going to cost to buy concentrate. I just decided to make my own. <laughs> so I watched YouTube videos just to make sure I knew how to do it. And pretty straightforward, you know. I talked to my buddy and he was like, oh, just add some coffee filters on the end. You know, clap them on, you'll be all set blast away just let it evaporate off scrape it up put it on some parchment paper throw it in the vacuum chamber for I don't know, like i said 10 12 hours however long you think it takes pull it out press the tango you end up in shadow yeah i've always been bubble myself i prefer the bubble yeah I've never tried making bubble. That's the one thing I haven't tried. I just tried it's a long process. It's it's a lot longer than blasting, that's for sure. Yeah. Blast uh, you got a lot of drive for days. You can go about it. How long does it take bubble hash to dry? Days? Yeah. Last time I made some, I actually put it in my herbs now dryer and it was ready the next day. Ready, oh, okay. ready for smoke, almost for for storage in a day. Okay. I That's don't fun. think it affected it any. Uh, I wasn't, uh, there's people that try that before me, but uh, it definitely I didn't bother me at all. That's for sure. So what is that uh, shatter your favorite for uh, rosin? Uh, 
I really actually prefer the pressed rosin. Um, but I do like my shadow, you know what I mean? Like, but there's nothing better than watching, you know, when you're pressing, just watching the, just the oils run out of the bud all over the paper, you know? Nothing more, but nothing more cleaner than that. But I don't mind, you know, I mean, I know my shadow's really pure because like I said, I, I purged that shit for almost 24 hours. So there should be absolutely nothing left in that fucker. <laughs> So what besides cannabis, what do you enjoy doing with your time? What size what? What besides cannabis do you enjoy doing with your time? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, like I said, I don't get much free time. Uh, I do work Monday through Friday. I got the plants to deal with. Um, well, Saturday and Sunday is my days that I can deal with, kind of. Um, but what else do I do? Um, but I do enjoy going to the Cape. <laughs> uh, so, could you tell me, do you, are there some strains, Massachusetts? Native strains there that are you would call, you know, famous. What's what's the fire of this? I don't know if Mass actually has any of their own strains, really. I mean, I I'm sure there are. Um, I know a lot of the strains from the dispensary are from well-known genetics. I probably should try because I mean their shit, I mean, the dispensary shit is like out of this world, guys. You know, fucking shit comes out and it's like white, hard, dense nuggets. You know, it's always beautiful when I get it, but not at $60 on anything, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can't believe that still them kind of prices there. Holy cow. Uh, man. Right, that's pretty much the same quality, you know. I got a whole that, that's the whole top goals. A whole bunch of those. What strain is that there? This is the Mimosa Evo. And then most is supposed to be fire. Yet to have that one. My Baba Kush. I mean, they still came out big, even though I seeded the freaking hell out of them. Every, every one of these buds is loaded up with seeds.
place. So you think your seeded buds any stronger or weaker than your uh, sensitivity flower of the same same strain? Say again. You think your seeded flower is any stronger or weaker than your same strain? You know, sensitivity. It's probably weaker because it was more of focusing on seed production instead of uh, bud production. But I mean, it's still, it's still good. It was still frosty as hell, you know. It, was, it didn't get seeded like horrendously, but it definitely, you know, definitely has seeds in it. I knocked a lot of them out already uh, when I did the the ball trimming. Uh, I mean, I have, I have an entire safe over there, full of, of bags, and I mean bags of seeds. I've got a, I've got a few thousand. <laughs> well, uh, sounds like a lot of phenol. I won't. Technically, I won't. Wouldn't have to. To run like you know, I wouldn't have to buy another goddamn seed in my life if I wanted to. That's a good feeling, but that'll be part of my uh, like I said, it's gonna be part of my breeding project. So I gotta, I gotta hunt down my pheno, my prize pheno. So what's uh is the prize strain in the garden currently? What's that? What's a what's a prize strain? Yeah, what's your favorite in the garden currently? Uh, this round, I'm gonna have to say the gelato came out really well, and so did my Jack Herrera. The Jack around stinks. Like so gassy. It came out really fluffy, but it stinks. Unfortunately, I find like the super loud. Good for extra strains are a little levity like that, right. or can be levity. Uh, I don't know what it is. A little bit what of time, but I got left. Man, I missed that girl. It's a good one right there. That pineapple express. She wasn't a very big girl. I want to try to grow her again. She was tiny. I mean, she was tiny, and then I went and pollinated the fucking hell out of her because the branch that I pollinated was, like, just smashing all over her, and the fan was blowing down onto her, and I'm like, oh, man. She was, she, she got very seedy. <laughs> That's why I only ended up with very little bit. The rest of it was seeds. And I'm sure there's more in there. Yeah, that's a pretty greasy strain that uh, Pineapple Express is the one I have. Yeah. Greasy. 
That's my gelato. It's like rock hard death nose. It's almost like a sour milk. Would you say one of your favorite breeders are today? Favorite breeders? Ooh. Uh, I, I really like Humboldt's, the Humboldt Seed Company. They are really, really good. Uh, Ethos, Ethos are really good. Uh, those are two two tops that I like. Uh, we're gonna and find everything I've grown from that ethos has been fucking almost. I I question what everything I've got from ethos, man. That shit's been had so much bigger. Yeah, it's questionable. <laughs> I don't know, man. It is very bigger here. Yeah, but I I mean, um, what's your I favorite think... strain from them? Prometheus? Oh, God. I don't even remember which one I fucking grabbed from him. It's in my safe. I don't remember which one it is. Uh, but uh, who else did I say? I believe I have the blueberry bubblegum. I want to say it was Humboldt's. I could be wrong. Not sure, but I thought it was from Humboldt. That's one that I have growing on the veg tent right now. It was the only one that it popped. I had like three of them. She's big though. She's growing real big. I ended up taking like four inches off the top of her. And then I put that in a cloner. And then I took the two branches and I came up and I teed her off. So I allowed all the bottom growth to try to come up. She just was the one to just keep going taller. Down with you. <laughs> so is it? Um right there in mass or is it medical i forget it's both recreational and both. medical yep like i said i could just walk right into the dispensary as long as i got my id walk in and be like i want this this and this but our tax is absolutely fucking ridiculous um fucking 45 percent or something like that it's wild Like a hundred dollars, like forty dollars is extra in tax. Outrageous. Oh, and then if you use the debit card, it's another three dollar fee. <laughs> Damn. Thanks, thanks, thanks. If shit. they don't punch you hard enough, oh, wait, 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 we got another one coming in from the left. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can see why everybody should be growing their own over there, Mass. So, do you have a favorite? I know uh, Brandon Family Farms over there, but uh, 
do you have a local supplier that you could go get seeds from? I mean, uh, I have a like grow supplies. Uh, I've got a, I've got one that's real local to me right now. Um, they're okay. They're kind of overpriced. Um, but I do have one that's uh, out of out of mouse out of state in New Hampshire um, that I go to where it's tax free. That's where I go with all my soils. You know, that's where I go grab nutrients if I need it. But I'm no longer going to be ordering nutrients. Or, I mean, I'm going to be ordering nutrients from now on because you can only get Flex online. So. But yeah, like uh, uh, plants have natural roots. Is there any events coming up in there, uh, Mass area anytime soon? What's that? Is there any events coming up over there? Uh, no, there was a bean con, but I. Didn't catch that till later. I, don't, I guess it was out in Orange Mass. I guess it was some kind of breeder, uh, kind of like a hemp fest, I think. Uh, but you needed to buy tickets and, and register, I guess. So. Yeah, maybe next time, but uh, no concerts yet. Um, it's just finally starting to really open up. They're, they're allowing like 50% capacity now. Uh, they're promising by. May 29th, everything should be 100% open. But we'll see. That'd be pretty awesome, man. I can't wait for things to get back, I, back on. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to it, you know? Back to normal. Yeah, there's a pretty good cannabis community here in Michigan, and I uh, can't wait for it to uh, those events to start to open up, man. There's already been a couple, but man, there's uh, hopefully a lot this summer. Yeah, yeah. Pop up like like little little shops left and right. Some of the different ones this year, man. I think there's going to be more of uh, like camping events. I think here in Michigan, more yeah. private uh, campground events. Now, what what are your laws? What what are you guys allowed to do? Like, what, is everything's fair game? <laughs> uh, well, if uh, yeah, recreational, you can have twelve plants per household. Okay. And it's really fucked up, uh, the laws. <laughs> because uh, I don't necessarily fuck around with the crack because it's, you have to keep it in whole never. Another portion, you know what I mean? You can't mix the medical and the recreational. I'm a medical grower, so I can't mix the two. So, but that's fucked because 12 plants per household, whatever you can pretty much prove you produce on the rec side, say if you've taken them 12 plants and you could pretty much prove or you know, whatever, you produce 25 pounds, you know what I mean? You, yeah. And you keep it in that area, you have 25 pounds. 
Okay. Can't run around 25 pounds. We're limited right. to two ounces on us per, you know, running around. Right. But you're cool with that. Now, right. I'm yeah. a medical grower. I'm allowed 12 plants per patient. Okay. Five patients plus myself, 72 plants. But only supposed to have usable 15 ounces at any one time. Okay. That's awesome. Forever, but... Yeah, we got, I'm, I'm hoping we get some more of the dispensers. Do you see how fucked up that is? Do you see how fucked up that is? What I just said. Yeah, yeah. You know, will you call it recreational? Have all you want, smoke all you want, call it medicine. You better not fucking have any more than you should. You know what I mean? The taste I got a chance. Very least. It's it's fucked up like that though. I mean, uh, I I don't get that accent really. I grow nine in flower, and well, I don't know. I got like thirty in fucking. Plus another eight outside. Nice. I wish we had like more of a square foot type thing. It would make everything a lot easier to uh, keep up. Different yeah. cultivars around. You know what I mean? I juggle some, but man, like like we're talking, man, it, with that plant count, no matter what it is, man, it's it's hard, man. You got to keep mom's bag. You got to fucking keep things moving and uh they're here it's veg veg and flower counts count there's no no separate you know what i mean if there's yeah whatever flower whatever veg it's here that's your one so absolutely all right well i'm starting to yawn of here so i think we're gonna call it a night All right, man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, very, very much, man. You bought another night, uh, Chad, another night of hanging out. And I uh, appreciate you meeting you, my friend. It's been a good night. Absolutely. It's been an awesome night. I appreciate you inviting me on here. You know, I appreciate you allowing me to talk about, you know, a little bit about my, uh, my grow and whatnot. So it's been an honor. I appreciate it. Well, before you go, man, I'd like to get uh, the soundbite or a soundbite for you. Pretty much would be a uh, commercial for this episode. Basically, what I'm looking for, bare minimum, bare minimum, is, uh, <laughs> hey, this is Eagle, and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle episode 404. You know, you can add whatever you want to it, whatever, make it your own. But uh, that's basically what I'm looking for in your sound play. And I'm ready anytime you are, my friend. Hey, I'm here talking shit with Eagle. This is Gross Paradise. How's that? It's perfect, my friend. Perfect, my friend. I appreciate it. Again, keep that Zoom number. For up and coming uh, wormholes, you're more than welcome to jump in on wormholes.
almost any time awesome. they're uh, okay. up and running. So don't feel like you need an invite. The invitation is always good. All right. Thank you. So sir. I appreciate you hanging out, my friend. And I look to look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Right on. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. Yeah. Well, this this wraps up episode 404. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Give me a few minutes and I will, in fact, fire up the rabbit hole this evening. It's way too early to cancel out on y'all. Hopefully you guys uh, have had a great day. You guys know the deal. Please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I'm a living, breathing example of it. I'll see you guys in a few. Have a good one.